Hello, everybody. This is your host, Spencer, with another episode of Stay With Ray. I am here with the legend, the man, the myth himself, Mr. Michael Ray. Hi, Mike. Hey, sometimes. <laughs> that never gets old. What's on your mind today? Man, on my mind today is people that get, that, that, uh, that get robbed that don't pay attention, right? So you got some advice on how, how to avoid getting robbed or how to handle it in the act or what? Yeah, I mean, it, well, now you should have most of your shit on the car. You shouldn't keep that much cash on you. So, But back in the day, man, I remember going to a club with some guys in high school. Went to this asshole club called a Paragon 2. It's across the street from the Russian Embassy on Wisconsin Avenue. Sure. I, I don't know why the fuck we was going because every time I went there, it, it was like got nothing. It was just... It was just everybody was trying to be fake and bougie. And I guess, again, you know, I must have been 16. So I guess a 16-year-old with, with not a lot of facial hair don't get much play with 21 and 22-year-old women. So I, I guess that was part of the problem. <laughs> and I wasn't big. So, so but, but I went with my friends, and my boys was all big, man. I mean, Big Dave, Big George, Big John, and, and, and Ball. Like, Ball was 6'5". Big George was about 6'2". 270, Big Dave is 6'4", 250, you know, Mark is skinny, but Mark is six ball, he's like 6'5", 6'6", so... And what they call you? Mike, Mike Ray, everybody, <laughs> that's one thing, everybody call me by my whole fucking name, Mike Ray or Michael Ray, it's not Michael Ray, I had this chick in high school, we were about to graduate, and, and I had known her since ninth grade, when I moved around the area, and she said... Michael Ray, um, I know you for three years now, and I never knew. What's your last name? I said Ray. She said Michael Ray Ray. That don't make sense. <laughs> I hope that bitch didn't graduate from high from college. <laughs> I was like, damn. Whew, man. So so anyway, circling back to this club. Oh, the club. Yeah. So we we parked the car about two blocks from the club. It's me. Must have been Big George. Big Dave and Ball, and maybe maybe Ed Lover, so another guy. So we walk into the club, right? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, two motherfuckers. This is like in the in the late seventies, really. Two motherfuckers pull out of nowhere with with a couple pieces. All right, you punk ass motherfucker, give up your, give it up, right? <laughs> so everybody gives up the money in the pockets and all that, right? And then they said, "We gonna run this way." Y'all don't turn around for 30 seconds. So everybody do what they want. So when the 30 seconds was over, everybody turned around and started walking back towards the car. Except me. And they're like, where are you going, Mike? I said, I'm going to the club. That's what we plan to do, right? <laughs> I said, but they got all the money. I was like, they got all your money? They said, yeah, they didn't get all your money. I said, they got all my money that was in my pocket. He said, what you mean by that? I said, motherfucker, I got money in my shoe. Y'all don't? What the fuck wrong with y'all? And I open, and I took my shoe off, right? And then I paid everybody's way. They all paid me back eventually, but yeah, I paid everybody's way. The fuck? I mean, we can't, you know, why, why would you put all your money in one spot? Because most motherfuckers that rob people, they ain't got time to go through like 17 different orifices, you know? I mean, they ain't gonna try your right pocket, your left pocket, your left back, your right back, your your your, your coat pocket. They ain't got time for all that. They're in a bit of a hurry. They're in a hurry. They're so in they, the efficiency business. Right. They want your wallet, 
Wherever pocket is, so so that's a, that's the one in your Don't keep keep your your ID and shit go in your wallet. Your dollars don't go in your wallet. They go in your pocket, so in another pocket. You, you don't keep everything in one spot. I mean, unless you know, unless you got it like that, you Bruce Lee and shit. You know, you can just whoop motherfuckers. That's ah. <laughs> but if you can't do all that kind of shit, then nah, you need to you need to have that shit separated. You, you need know? to diversify. Right, and you, and you, and diversify your assets. When you exactly when you in a motherfucking area where you think you can get robbed, you need to have the robbery money. Right, that's where you have money set aside, like a tax. Right, so you know, motherfucker. Yeah, man, I'm sorry, man. Here you go, and they get, and you got twelve dollars, and then and then you got some change in the pocket, and you bitch with the motherfucker, dude, man. At least leave me bus fare, you know. But you know, but that's what you do. You don't have all, you know, don't have all in one spot, and you might have seven hundred dollars in the bottom of your shoe, but you got twelve sixty three in your pocket, and that's what the motherfucker steal from you. Twelve sixty three. Twelve sixty three. That's what you do. And this is in, I can't speak for seventy eight, but a relatively nice part of town. What do you do? Like, what's the tax in Baltimore? I have no idea. I stay the fuck out of Baltimore. I don't know if y'all listened to a, a previous uh, uh, episode, but Baltimore is almost as bad as Virginia because there's some Bama motherfuckers in Baltimore. <laughs> Speaking of Bama motherfuckers from Baltimore, I know a dude, right? Well, you know, we went to school together a little bit, right? This motherfucker works for the D.C., or for the school boy, whatever, you know, he's a guard, right? I know for a fact that this motherfucker has an option. You can get paid all year long, right? Or you can get paid the nine months that you're working and you are three months. Well, you know, you get more if you take the nine-month thing, but then it's three months that you don't get paid. I don't know about you, but I'm getting paid for the whole year. That way I don't have to worry about, you know, about, you know, whatever. So this motherfucker a couple years ago, right, uh, he gets the ni- he takes the nine-month a- option. It's, it's nine months into it, and it comes to May. He decides he wants to move. He used to be on public transportation, and he decides that he wants to get a car. He moves into a new apartment in May, Eddie buys a new car or, or, you know, a new used car in May or June with no money coming in. Mm. By the time fucking not smart, not, sept- smart. not smart at all. And then when, when September rolls around, right, he's sideways. He gets evicted, you know, and, and he's evicted. He keep telling me he ain't evicted. I bend up. I see the fucking pig slip on the door. What do you mean? So he had me help him move to, to a storage unit. We go into the storage unit, right? And, and, and we take the shit back and forth. Take, we, first of all, we get to the fucking place, right? And he ain't got nothing bagged up. So we got to go through all this bullshit, bagging shit up. All that, dude, you asked me to help you move. You asked me to help you pack, too. It's one or the other, right? You asked me to help you move one time. And everything was packed up. Ready I to just go. had it ready to go. But we got to do this shit. Then he got bubble wrap. He got containers. It's like all fucked up. It's all it's all niggified. It's just fucked up, right? So 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 we get to we get to this thing, right? And we and we doing this shit. And he has this futon kind of bed. And the motherfucking frame is all crazy. And we trying to take it down. It don't fit in the elevator. We trying to get it down. We get downstairs to the parking garage, right? And then he leaves it down the motherfucker. 
And I said, we ain't putting it in the storage room? He said, nah, man. I just want to get out of the department. I said, for what? He said, because I don't want them to fuck up my credit. Dude, you got evicted. Your credit is <laughs> fucked, right? So we didn't listen. You didn't make me risk life and limb to get this futon frame down a staircase. We all, I almost fell. And you're going to leave it in the... We could have left it in the apartment. All you don't want, you leave it in the fucking apartment. They evicted you. They will do whatever they want with this shit. They will trash it. You don't help them. They evicted you. They fucking up your credit. The fuck's part of this? Do you not understand? Right? I was like, that's motherfucker, boy. Hey, man. I'm like, God damn. And you know what? At the end of the day, I know why. Why? Because he's a Baltimorean. There you go. He's from Baldwin. I'm like, that shit made no fucking sense. And he still be trying to tell me that he was that 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 he wasn't. Man, when they put that shit up, I mean, I, it's not like I didn't learn from experience, right? I know somebody years ago. If you get evicted and they say that they throw that pink sheet on you, and and they say how much money you owe, you can take that amount of money to the motherfuckers. They don't accept the money. But you still evicted. So, <laughs> so you're wasting that money. When they send that pink slip, don't do no, don't do them no favors. <laughs> At that point, you get the pink slip. Don't do them no favors. <laughs> I, I'm only taking out what I can use or what I need. I, I'm not giving you no extra money. Nothing. I'm done. My credit. You fucking my. You you going against my credit report? I'm just done. I'm not helping you out no more. I'm done with this shit. But you know. But now the balls are more on. <laughs> hey man, hey man, when we we left that shit in the parking garage, I was so mad. I was like, you mean I almost fell on the stairs? And you gonna leave it in the? You know, man, you got to be out your cotton picking mind. <laughs> but hey, you know that's that's you know, whew, man. I went to school with a bunch of motherfuckers, or college with a bunch of motherfuckers in Baltimore, and it was incredible. Cause were they, like, were they, were they quite different? Oh, quite different. It was like night and day. It was like, first of all, right, I don't know about, you know, people from D.C., we got a different thing going on, right? You can't have a house party, and at some point at a house party, they're going to be like three to five slow records in a row so you can book your little honey back in the day, right? All right. Baltimore, they don't play no slow records at a house party. Like, what the fuck? What's wrong with y'all? I mean, you know, it's just their whole mentality is just different, you know? They associate themselves with New York. Right, because you know groove and hip hop and all that rap, but you know it's DC. You know the official music of DC is Go Go. So. Go Go, yeah. And Go Go was already you know in the in the eighties. Go Go was already live, and Baltimore couldn't get with it. And it was it was just it was just night and day, right? So they they didn't even you couldn't even go to a Go Go in Baltimore. It just wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. Well, yeah, I remember going to the famous ballroom one time, maybe eighty three, to see Rare Essence and shit. But uh, but it, it wasn't. Cra- I mean, you know, they it just wasn't big. They they took rap hard, but DC already had a signature music, so we don't need to piggyback on some other town. We got our own shit, and that's how we did it. Who was your favorite go-go artist, or who is? Wow, uh, wow. Uh, well, even though Chuck is the Godfather and all that, well, Chuck is great, but you know how Chuck I, Brown, I, Chuck Brown, yeah, Chuck Brown and and the Soul Searchers, but boy. I was an EU dude. EU and tr- EU, because EU had Sugar Bear. And Sugar Bear had that funky ass voice. And Sugar Bear, he was just. What kind of voice? Ow. 
He was like, he was like for all you old school people out there, he was like sugar from Ohio players. He had this real ow. And that that was his thing. Ow. So it sounded like he dropped like something on his foot. Pretty much. <laughs> he, he's a big, he's a big, big Kentucky fried chicken eating motherfucker, but you know. He <laughs> was cool as shit. And he would just uh uh I'm right, uh he, he he just had an iconic voice and his and the way he delivers shit and he just kind of like oh yeah, yeah what what you know he he was just sugar bear. Did he know? have to reach deep to get it? No, nah, he it was just natural, right? They had a song, they had a song about Sugar Ray Leonard called "Knock Him Out Sugar Ray." It must have came out like '79. Another local legend. Another local legend. There you go. And um, he would be and in his song they would say. Palmer Paws got Sugar Ray, but EU got Sugar Bear. And he say, say what? Ow, knock him out, knock him out. And it was just Sugar Bear. He was just, he was iconic. Uh, I, I know, I know uh, some people saw uh, the butt video or, or the movie, uh, School Days. And he's in there joint, and when he's saying that owl stuff, he got a, he got one of them old, he looked like Top Cat from the from the old cartoon, T, Top Cat, TC, and he had that little round hat, and he turned the hat sideways and shit. Man, Sugar Bear was, and he was, and he was always friendly. He always give him autographs. I mean, if you see Sugar Bear anywhere, he ain't, you know, some people, they don't want to talk to you and all that. Man, he got conversation for you. He, you know, he's, he's, he's that guy. You know, is he so, still with us? Yeah, he's still with us. He had uh he was with uh, yeah, he's he's still around. I have you know, he he's still around. I saw him maybe four, five years ago at Malcolm X Park. He was with Maisha and the hip huggers. And they, <laughs> the and who? They, Maisha and the all girl go go band, Maisha and the hip huggers, and they was they was at Malcolm X Park like on a Friday at five o'clock. You know, it was, you know. Where is Malcolm X Park? I don't even know where it is. It used to be called Meridian Hill Park, right on 16th Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Side. Yeah, 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 it's called Malcolm, and they changed the Malcolm X. But anyway, yeah, that. And they would be up there, you know, I was like, what the hell? Maybe it was 10 years ago because, you know, I'm old and time just runs together. But I'll never forget that shit, man. He was, he, you know, he, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a good musician, too. But Chuck, you can't go wrong with Chuck, you know. You couldn't go. Uh, Rare Essence is probably, like, everybody's favorite pretty much because, they they this past summer they were at Fort Dupont, and it was it was there must have been twenty five thirty thousand people there, and it and, and everybody couldn't get in. It was you know I got down there late and couldn't get in. I just stayed in the back. It was it was it was incredible, right? Because because I I hadn't been to Fort Dupont in a while, and in that, and um they got an ice rink over there. Yeah, that's a question. Why they put a motherfucking Ice rink in Southeast DC. You tell me. I, man, I don't. Yeah, man. So the Nationals had a have a little league development stadium. Yeah. And that's where they put it. And it used to be a big lot in between the ice rink. There was some grass and all that in between the ice rink. Well, by the ice rink and next to where the summer concert is. That's where they put the the, uh, the Nationals developmental stadium. So I haven't been to Fort Dupont in a while. So I just figured we I go down there and park by the by the stadium, you know, but where the by the ice rink and walk across. But but all that was blocked up. So then I had to park maybe a mile and a half from you know from from where the uh, concert was all the way back up, going almost out of town. So now as we're, as me and my boy are walking down, right, people are walking back, and I'm like, 
why y'all walking back? And they was like, you know, when we got down there, we figured out why. And it was just, it was just a wash, you know, it was like, you know, but. but. Can you ice skate? I've never ice skated in my life. I haven't even tried. I don't, I've never, you know, I don't know. Why not? I don't know. It just wasn't something the brothers in my neighborhood did. What about like roller skating? I've roller skated. Well, you could probably ice skate. That's what they say, but I've never done it. I'm, I mean, I live two blocks from the ice skating rink. Oh, on a side note, sometimes if I'm feeling frisky and I get up real early in the morning or, 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 and I need to walk the dog, I, there's a gate. I will take the dog to the ice rink and there's nobody out there at four in the morning and I will open up the latch where the Zamboni goes through and I will take a play toy and I will throw the, bo- the uh, play toy to him and he will run and try to break on the ice, shit like the Scooby-Doo movie and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do, right, he can't, you know, and I'll do that for, you know, I give him 10 to 12 tosses because he getting old and shit. And and he'll, I, go, he'll go and go and go. Oh, this motherfucker. First time, well, I got him last April, and I got a toy, and I took, I went to this little, this little uh, park or whatever, a little field, it used to be bullets way back in the day. And I went down there, and I got the ice, uh, I got the ball, and I throw the tennis ball to him. And he runs full speed, and he brings it back. Now, I was around, I mean, I got, I got him last April, but I was around when he was born in 2012. And he's got the heart of a lion. He will just go and go. So I remember back then, I, we used to throw the ball to him, like, you know, 50 times. And it would be like me, the owner, the owner's son, the owner's nephew. And we would take turns throwing it, like, just all day, like, like for two hours. And he would just keep coming. He would just tire himself, you know, to try to tire him out. Well, now he's old and he can't go like that, but he still thinks he can. So if I throw him the ball 30 times, he'll go full speed 30 times. He'll bust his fucking heart. Yeah. So the first time I took him out in, um, and, and with a ball and I threw the ball to him, I threw it maybe 15 to 20 times and I overdid it. And, and when I decided to stop, we walking back, he had the ball in my and he's breathing hard. So I stopped walking. He's still breathing hard. I stopped walking. I mean, by the time I got to the house, it's 20 minutes later. He's still breathing hard. Then I started to panic. And I was like, you know, I fucked that up. So I, I put him in the bathtub and put cold, and, and put cold water on him and put, it, and put him in the shower and then rubbed him and talked to him until, he, until his heart rate got to whatever. But I almost killed him that day, and, and I feel bad. I won't do that again, but, you know. That's, I just wasn't paying attention, and I didn't think that through because he's eight now. So, you yeah, know, yeah, he's full fledged adult in dog yeah, years. Yeah, he's basically he's a, he's pretty much an old man. Yeah. Hell, he older than me. I'm fifty six, but he's fifty six and some, you know. So he older than me. So, and he sleep and he sleep like it too. Bitch sleep twenty one hours a day. Well, yeah, he's got to get his rest. Yeah, to do what? And <laughs> <laughs> the rest to do what? He don't do shit. You know, occasionally a motherfucker go, but now I got signs up, beware of dog, and um, people know, you know, from the neighborhood, so they don't really come down here like like, like, like when I got the gun pulled on me and shit. They, yeah. All that shit is, you know, all that shit is null and void because he, he kind of he runs rough shit. And then when I take him out on a walk, I always, instead of, I don't leash him up in the apartment. And when he goes up the stairs, he can cut through the door. So he runs this alley. Back and forth a couple times, you know, uh, unleashed. <laughs> and, he's, and he's frisky when he comes out. So, yeah, do what you want to do. You come, you come through this alley when he's coming out, it could be a problem. So, 
So he he's funny like that because um, you know he's he he just likes to oh he kills rats. Yeah. Yeah yeah. I, I had him out like the first weekend I had him. I got him on a Friday, and that Sunday I'm trying to get him used. So the alley is kind of like like cut away. So what I can <clears> do <throat> is when I get to the top of the alley, coming or going, I un, you know I walked him. I was coming back, so I unleashed him. So I wanted to see what he know how to get you know how to get to the right door so he can go in. So I let him go, you know, and 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 he and he went back to the apartment. Next time. The, the next night I took him out, I did the same thing. And as we started walking, all of a sudden he darted to the left. And there's some restaurants and things and grease traps and stuff. So he went by a grease trap and there was a car. So I couldn't see him because he's, he's not that big. And I couldn't see him. And um, it's dark outside. It's like midnight. And then all of a sudden he come from, from around the front of the car and he's low running. Tail is straight back and he's, and he's running fast, but he's hunched over. And I can't see what he's doing, but uh, but apparently he flushed out a rat, and the rat went underneath the car. But he too big to get underneath the car, so he went around the car, and he's running. And then maybe about ten feet, about forty feet ahead of me, I saw his head dip, and like his back legs almost flipped over his back, like you know, like up in the air. It's kind of funny. And then he got back righted, and then I saw his head go. Lower left to upper right, and then he threw something in the air, and the thing looked like a football going end over end, and then it came. It went about eight feet in the air, then it came down. When it came down, he caught it on the one hop, then he went right to left, up to down, and he body slammed it onto the ground, and then he took his paws and he did like a horse and jumped in the middle of the, of the thing's chest. I could see what he was doing, but I couldn't see what he was doing in two. So. It, it, it happened like this whole situation scenario happened within 15 to 20 seconds. So it kind of caught me off guard. So I called him. So he came, so he, he trotted back to me and he sat and he just sat down. I didn't say sit, but he sat down looking at me with big eyes like, yeah, what you want me to kill now, boss? And the rat's to his back, but I didn't know it was a rat yet. So we walk over and the rat is twitching and shit. And I was like, Damn. So then I took him inside, and then I went back out to see about the rat. When I got back outside, the rat just stopped twitching and was dead. So I was like, wow. And we talking about one of them. I wear size 13. The rat was bigger than my foot, and I'm not counting the tail. It was, it was a big-ass rat. And, and he, he took, you know, the only problem. He, he, he dispatched it with extreme prejudice. Yes, he did. And then he wanted to lick me on my face. Yeah, nah. Nah, nah. Nah, we, that motherfucker, so, you know. And then to discourage him, I took some Dawn dish dish liquid, and I put it on a on a fucking pad, right, on a, on a dish pad, and I washed his tongue and mouth out with the soap and shit. You know, try to, so, so I was trying to signal him that that was not, a, not something that I wanted him to do. But Look he did you. it. But he did it again and again. <laughs> so now, now I know I can't. I can't let him run this alley like at night because there's rats out here, and he catches them. So he's killed five rats in the in the last in less than a year that you know of. That I know of. Well, no, nah, because I would know because he got because he because he one of me brought back to me. I did killed it like a trophy. Yeah, he got it in his mouth. I'm like, dude, dude. So so usually I don't because I, I like to let him go when I take him up the stairs, but I don't let him go if I know. If it's dark, because I know there's 
probably rats out here. And and they too stupid to I mean, cause the rats should have been going diagonal and swigging and swagging and shit. Slish slashing, but he now he he went in a straight line and he can outrun him. So he was done. The rat was done. And got quite a surprise on his face. I was walking in one day and I was along Georgia Avenue and they got a, a box. You know, the tree boxes. And they got the little wire black stuff around the area and there's brick and there's a whatever. Man. And I'm walking normal. All of a sudden, he pulls me real hard. And there's a rat. And But it, but I'm trying not to... But he's pulling me. And the rat jumped in a um in a rat hole. But the rat was so big, he couldn't fit in the rat hole. So his ass is sticking out, right? And I'm pulling away from the... I'm pulling the dog because he's, he's... This time, because he don't bark. He's barking. He's trying to get to the rat. And I'm like... Boy, that rat was a lucky motherfucker because he was about to get his asshole bitten off. Straight up. I was like, you know, if I, if I, you know, if I weighed 10, 15 pounds less, that rat would have had his ass chewed off. Yeah. Straight up. But, you know. But, you know and then I'd had to, had to be the dawn dish liquid trying to rinse his mouth out. But, you know, I can't. That shit is ridiculous. But, you know. Well, you met the dog. What you think of him? I think he's great. You know, he's a... He's, uh... He's 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 a he's got he's got a great coat, he's got a great disposition, he, he's very excitable. Yeah. Um, but now he just sleeps all the time. Very friendly, ladies' man. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He's he's you know. No, I think he's great. Mm. Can't take him to the dog park though. Why is that? Because he want to fuck everything. Oh God. He you know he just see that's what he do he you know he he tries to hump everything. And, and the funny part is, just like his owner. <laughs> so, 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 so he he will hump everything. He like he don't know the difference between a man, a boy, and a girl. He just like you know whatever it is. I'm, you got a bisexual I'm, dog? Man, he 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 mount he mounts everything. He should, and the funny part is, if you go to dog park right now, and there's eight dogs in the park. He gonna try to hump the biggest thing there. <laughs> that, without, if it's male, female, don't matter. He just like he like them big motherfuckers. He like big boned and shit. He, he likes uh, thick with two C's. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. He, you know, you know, if if he was a brother, he want that big. He want that big bone, red bone. What's a red, what he, what's a red bone? A red bone. That's a light skinned black woman. What? Yeah, you know, you know. Is is that a Mike Ray term or is that a? No, that's pretty much universal sort of. You know, I think. I think well, everybody I grew up with knows, but you know, is it maybe, offensive? Uh, you know, <laughs> I never thought about was it offens- offensive or not. <laughs> Hell, bitches call me red bone, so what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I never really thought it was offensive, but I, it can be used be be turned offensive, you know, you know, and you know, but you know, I mean, I I had one right that I thought was offensive that I that I I used to use. What's that? Uh, milk bone. What's a what? A milk bone. Okay, You're still black, on. but you did you did color of milk. Oh my god. <laughs> a milk bone. I'm not even gonna touch that one. I know, I know. I, I know that was I know that's offensive, but you know, that's you know, they that's that now that's a Mike Ray original. Is there anything else you want to offend the people with before we sign off here? Damn, offending. What can I who can I offend and how can I offend? All right, we'll cut it right there. All right, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I can't wait till we do this again. And for everybody else out there, Big Jam. Peace in the Middle East.